All right, afternoon. I'm Liz Green. Now, Dr Tech is here with you this hour. That's why I call him anyway. To help us with all aspects of the technology we use every single day. It might be an issue with your mobile phone. It might be apps. It might be glitches. It might be about the speed of your PC or the fact your PC won't get rid of the circle of death. I hate that circle of death. Viral protection, fixing a cracked screen, Wi-Fi, bit of a bane of my life at the minute. Uh, John Popham is here, Dr Tech. So if he can, he'll do his best to advise you about what to do. Very good with leads, apparently. And I mean the wires, not the city. 0800 389 is the number if you'd like to call us. You can text 81333, start your message with the word leads or tweet us at BBC Leads. Dr Tech John Popham, how are you? I'm fine, thank you Liz. Very good, beautiful afternoon. You've just come over from Huddersfield. I have, yeah, it's quite warm out there. Is it a bit warmer than you thought it was going mm, to be? Yeah, yeah definitely. There you go. got a bit of a flush on, it's <laughs> all alright. Okay, let's start with something that Jilly wanted to ask. She said, uh, could you ask Dr Tech to please explain the sea cleaner and the importance of defragmenting your hard disks we're talking about on the pc right okay so sea cleaner is a piece of software that you can download from the internet and it will seek out um the files on your hard drive that you're not really using and uh, ask you if you want to delete those or you can just tell it automatically to delete things that it finds so it will go looking for things that are not being used and it will delete them therefore freeing up space on your hard drive okay so uh, and then defragmenting is really a process of sort of tidying and cleaning up your hard drive so that um, it can it won't always but it can deal with a few glitches if you've had a few glitches in the hard drive in the past so it's um, you know it's, it's 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 a good thing to do to do uh, both those kind of things on a regular basis particularly if you think your PC is slowing down and where do you find those programs on your PC does it vary from uh, computer to computer. Uh, yeah, I mean, most people will have Windows computers, and the defragmenting is part of the Windows system that will be built in, um, and you just have to search in the Windows system for it. C Cleaner, you have to download from the internet, but um, it's fairly easy to find if you type it into a search engine. And is it worth doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. All right, mm. Julie, I hope that helps. She says um, she to remind me to ask you because she knew that I'm not really up on all this tech stuff. So she wasn't wrong, was she? Anyway, you've done very well. Thank you. Uh, 0800 389 3333. Anything technical in your life you don't get, don't understand, we're going to do our best to try and at least put you in the right direction this hour on the big Yorkshire phone with Dr. Tech. So the big news story over the last couple of days, and it's affecting some of my colleagues here uh, in our newsroom, and they've got... Uh, Huawei phones and they love them um, they're not BBC issue they're their own they think the photography is amazing and they're really happy now we're told or they're being told they can't have their apps in future so things like YouTube so I don't know about other social media which anybody who's got a phone will probably have access to what's your understanding of what's going on here okay I think it's a, a bit of a changing scenario but this is all part of the global trade war between the United States and China and uh, the US government has told uh, American companies basically not to do business with China which has a knock-on effect to the fact that the Huawei phones are made in China but the system that op they operate on which is Android is made by Google American company so uh, effectively what um, the US government has said to Google is you cannot uh, update and load new software on these phones now, my understanding is that, um, I think it was yesterday, the US government issued a license to say that Google could carry on updating the phones for at least three months. 
So I think you're probably going to be okay if you've got a Huawei phone for, for the next three months. And, it, you know, I think it, this, it's one of these things that it might be a negotiating tactic. So it could be that when the three months is up, it all clears up or it could just get another extension. We don't know. But I don't think it's as bad a scenario as people thought when the announcement first came out. But it could be. I mean, it, it could be that, um, you know, you, the people do lose access to all those kind of things. I mean, Huawei will still have access to a version of Android, the operating system, but it will be a version which is a sort of um, basic version, which is doesn't have all the bells and whistles that most phones do, and obviously those kind of phones need those bells and whistles. Well, that's why you buy one of those phones. Mm. I, um, they haven't stopped advertising. I was watching the final Game of Thrones last mm. night. Great, by the way. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, I know loads of people don't like it, but I enjoyed it, and I thought the technology on that, the dragon, well, more dragons. Anyway. And there was this huge, and I mean the ad rate on that, even on Sky Atlantic, would have been through the roof. And there's this huge ad for a Huawei phone, and I thought, oh, they're not deterred; <laughs> they're still advertising. Well, no, I expect it's partly partly they're fighting back a bit, and and they want, uh, you know, they say they want the customers of their phones to kick up a stink about this, and um, you know, show the U.S. government that it's uh, it's not an acceptable tactic. I think what might happen in the long run is that the Chinese companies will develop their own operating system so they're not reliant on Google anymore. Um, I can see that happening in the future, but again, that's probably a little way down the line. All right, have you got a question, whether it's about a Huawei phone or another mobile phone uh, or the systems that are operated? Uh, then really like to hear from you, and that's why Dr Tech is here. 0800-389-3333 if you'd like to call us or you can text through your question on 81333. Start your message with the word leads. Just on, you know, if you are looking for a new or maybe a first time mobile phone and the things that you should realise I know it depends on our needs, doesn't it? I mean, I know some people who just want to pick it up and make a phone call and they really don't need to check emails and they really don't need to be online and they really don't need to be checking Facebook and Twitter every two minutes. Um, most, and I think if you're under 20, you probably know all the answers to this anyway, but, you know, it could be that you're in your 30s and your 40s and you think, what do I actually... What should you be looking for? Mm. Well, as you say, it really does depend upon what, what you want. But if you only want a basic phone, there are plenty of phones around these days you can pick up for i don't know not a lot of money at all um that, that sort of look a bit more like the retro phones that, that we had when mobile phones first came in with actual with little screens and actual physical keys and those kind of things so there are plenty of those kind of phones around if that's the kind of thing you want and you know i would say how long hard think about what you use your mobile phone for i think one of the reasons the manufacturers introduced those or reintroduced those kind of phones was that they were finding that a lot of people were not buying mobile phones anymore because they find the touchscreens too difficult to deal with. So there definitely is a market for people who want physical keys that they can press. And you know those kind of phones can be quite cheap. So if you just want something basic, then go for one of those. I still miss my BlackBerry. I had a BlackBerry forever. Did mm. you? Yeah, I did have a BlackBerry. Yeah, I sort of, um, I, I sort of ditched my BlackBerry when the iPhone came in because it uh, obviously couldn't do a lot of the stuff that the iPhone no, did. Couldn't. But uh, yeah, I mean, Blackberries had their use. I mean, they, they started really as a sort of uh, pocket email system and then they expanded from there. And they're still around. Um, Blackberries these days, they run Android, ironically. Is that <laughs> right? Oh, I didn't know that. No, I miss it, but I do like the uh, the iPhone. Other phones are available, but I've got long nails. I manage touchscreen or not. So have you got a question for Dr. Tech? 0800 here. And we're talking about technology. If you're 
got questions about it or it's not working right, we'll see what we can do for you. Uh, Nick's just um, texted us. It's 81333, the text number. Just type the word leads in and then technologically it'll get through to me. So don't ask me how it works. That's just how it works. And WhatsApp, which a lot of people use and now are on groups to talk to various friends about various things. He says, um, the day you need to download something, but they don't tell you what or how. Will it be included in the normal updates uh, that I've got turned on? So WhatsApp said that they were concerned about being spied on. And as a result, you should upgrade, update your WhatsApp app. But he's right. They never said, Did they, is it go to iTunes? Is it go to the website? What do you do? Um, well, as I understand, I think I think the caller is right. It was included in the regular updates. So if, you, if you've got automatic updates turned on, it should be OK. And I did that when I, I found that out. I, I went to the... Um, um, to the uh, app store and it told me I'd got the latest version and there was nothing for me to worry about so I think it did they did pump out a updated version pretty quickly so I mean what we're talking about is that there was a there was a fault with WhatsApp a week or so ago in which um, it could be used to steal persons uh, people's personal information but uh, my understanding is they did plug that gap fairly quickly all right, I'll talk to you about virus protection and all of that uh, shortly and maybe all this technological world is a brave new world for you and you have no idea where to start but you quite like to well it's something that John's very interested in showing you the way or showing you how to find the way so don't be shy if you like what are they talk about apps <laughs> what do they mean 0800 389 right Albert's with us on the line from Clare Keaton who's got a problem with his mobile phone hi Albert hey, alright what would you like to ask Dr Tech so this uh, phone I got from Tesco years ago, and all I wanted off it was to use it for emergencies. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't need to ring anybody and all like that. I just use it for emergency, doctor's ambulance, or me uh, friends that come look after, look after me. But the thing is. Stole them all after two minutes. My my wireless shut down. So you could only make a phone call for two minutes. I can only I can only phone for about two minutes, but that's enough for me. Right. Okay. Are you talking about you making outgoing calls or calls coming into you? Going out. Right. Okay. So you probably. I mean, I I I I, I, I know I don't talk a lot, but the thing is. We've won a two, that, that twice, a few times when we've been talking a bit too much and it just shut itself off. All right, Dr. Tate. Two minutes. Okay, it, can you help Albert and Clarkeaton? It sounds to me like you've not got enough credit and uh, you've only got credit to make uh, a small amount of calls and then when that credit runs out, then it will shut you down. The old milk tops it over. She tops it up every week. Right, do you and, know how, uh, how much she tops it up by? Oh, it's only a ten at a time. Okay. Well, but it, it it lasts me a few phone calls at that dinner. Yeah, uh, but not after two minutes, Albert. Yeah, it sounds could like there you be a be technical getting... reason for it? Well, there could be. I mean, particularly if it's an old phone, and the phone might be failing. Uh, it might be that um, the signal's not very good where you are. Um, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like if you if you if topping up ten pound a week, that should be enough for a fair amount of calls. Um, so I think it sounds to me like it might be your signal. And the signal where you are. All right, thank you very much, Albert. In Clackheaton, good luck with that. 
Yeah, but I, you know, I thought, and it depends how old the phone is. You know, the days of holding a phone up in the air <laughs> to get the signal. I mean, aren't we a bit better than that now? Mm, no. Oh, aren't we? <laughs> it's, it's, it, well, it depends where you are. I mean, the signals are, have been getting better, and there's been more uh, more equipment installed so that you can get signals in more places, but. I was uh, one of the things I do uh, for a living is I do live streaming of events, and I had a terrible um, experience the other day in central London because there was no kind of signal in the building that we were in, and we really, really struggled to get um, any kind of signal where we were. And what did you do? <laughs> struggled. <laughs> <laughs> was the live streaming in the end? Uh, there was some, but oh, nowhere near as much as there nightmare, should have been. Yeah. Nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> uh, 0800 389 If you've got a question for uh, Dr. Tech, we'll do our best to answer those questions for you. Um, I want, I'll wait till we check the roads. We had a problem going up to two o'clock, but I want to check the roads and then come back about how you might make a start on a technological journey. Um, I've got an old PC. It's, well, it's about four years old. Uh, I don't need to do whiz-bang stuff on it, but I do use it. And But I'm not gaming. I'm not doing anything fancy-schmancy. I'm you know writing normally or whatever. It's running a bit slow. Why is that? Do you know? There can be all kinds of reasons, and I think there is a certain amount of built-in obsolescence um, to these things, is that, um, particularly with new technology, four years is quite an old uh, machine to have yep. these days. Um, so, I mean, what happens is, uh, over that period, um, computers that come out since they will have faster processors, which is the sort of bit technology at the centre of a computer that drives everything. They will have more what they call RAM, which is random access memory, which is the thing that makes... Um, programs uh, run fast or slow okay. and they'll have bigger hard drives or they'll have different kinds of hard drives so probably I imagine um, so what they, they have now is solid state drives um, which are sort of like all in one bit and they don't the old kind of drives sort of whiz around like a record um, in the bit in the middle whizzes around like a record and that's that's prone to failure so we've moved on now to solid state drives which are all encased in one 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 case um, so all of those, all that technology has moved on in the last four years. So it could be any of those reasons, really, why your your machine's running slow. All right, nothing I can do just to tune it up then, apart well, from shout at it. Well, yeah, I mean we've talked about defragmenting and sea cleaner and these kind of things. You can do all those kind of things. Um, it actually it doesn't cost a lot to upgrade things like the the RAM, the random access memory, um, the hard drive stuff like that. And if you know what you're doing, it's not in most laptops. It's not that difficult to do it yourself. Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Um, <laughs> I am right, though, that you should back up your computer. Um, I've got one of those plug-in remote, you know, mm. bricks, <laughs> just in case. I'm right, yeah. though, aren't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think what most people do these days is they back it all up in the cloud, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not clouding. <laughs> I haven't got that far. But I do do a, an extension thing and just plug it in. That's yeah. all right. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's good practice to do okay. that. I mean, I find that, you know, I, I tend to have all my stuff backed up in the cloud and whatever machine I sign into, I can sign in and it'll all be there. Yeah, but you're clever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Craig's in Halifax and asks this. Uh, what will happen to my Google apps on my way, uh, Huawei phone? Will I still be able to get my mail? Yeah, well, that's, uh, I think we, we did talk about this at the beginning and uh, I think you'll be okay for the next three months. But I can't really tell you what's going to happen after that three months. Um, so uh, we don't know. I think I'd watch the news. Is thing. I think, you know, personally, I think it will be resolved. 
but um, at the moment it could could well not be um, there could be a problem but certainly at the moment you've got three months in which everything should be as normal so uh, Nick uh, Craig the answer is now you can get your mail for the next three months you can get your mail mm. but we don't know what they're going to do with your Huawei phone which are apparently very good yeah I mean it all depends on how how much of a tool it carries uh, carries on being in the US China trade war and you know and it's 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 one of the most high profile tools in that trade war yeah so they've gone for the obvious really to make the point mm. all the way around okay mm. thanks Craig uh, thanks for uh, getting in touch with that I well, you see it would worry me if they said you can't get your mail on your phone I'd be like what do you mean God, God, got to do it. All right, uh, if you've got a question, we would love to hear from you. It is the Big Yorkshire phone in on BBC Radio Leeds, and uh, Dr Tech is here. Uh, any issues to do with the technologies that we all use every day? And if you are thinking, I ought to get myself this or that, um, and you don't know where to start, coming up, we'll take the travel, we'll listen to Ollie Muir's, and then we'll give you some idea. on what How are you? We're answering your questions and queries about things to do with technology. Can you just answer something that's been bothering me? I see ads now that are promising Wi-Fi in rooms um, and discs and other gadgetry. And I'm thinking, I bought a Wi-Fi that should allow it to be anywhere in the house. And as far as I know, I haven't sat in all. Uh, It works quite well. What's that boost thing about? Is it worth it? I think it all depends on what kind of uh, house you live in. I, and I certainly have this problem at home. I live in a, an old house that's got quite thick walls and the signal doesn't go that far. So I think, um, yeah, I mean, in most, in a lot of people's cases, then some kind of booster that takes the Wi-Fi elsewhere around the house, I think, is, is quite good. Um, the best kind of boosters are ones that are actually wired in in some way. So the best kind of booster you can have is one that has what they call an ethernet cable from your router to the booster because then you'll get the uh, the, the full signal um, wherever you are. Failing that, then you can get those kind of boosters which plug into the mains and actually take the signal around the electronic wiring. Around your house, the normal electric wiring carries That's the signal. Weird. Yeah, Yeah, it does. Um, although you have to be careful because some kind, sometimes your house might be wired up so that one plug socket doesn't talk to another one. And my, I've had that issue in my house. Right. But um, so yeah, if you can get the signal going around on wires, that's the best option. Your other, the other option is um, a booster that takes the Wi-Fi signal and reboosts it. Now you know those to me are the ones of last resort because they you know they don't give you the full signal. You know it, it's, it's better than nothing if you're not getting your signal where you are. But they actually sort of take the signal that comes into them and then sort of halve it and push it back out to to the room that you're in. Okay. I always get really cynical when they bring out these sort of flashy gadgets that are promising something they've kind of promised a certain way before. Mm. And I think they're just trying you know, to get the offers through. And I'm thinking, well, I don't need that. But you, you just think, well, I'm missing something. Because basically a lot of us don't have a clue, do we, one way or the other. Uh, all right, let's take another call. Sharon is with us. She's on the line from Pudsey. Good afternoon. How are you, Sharon? I'm very fine, thank you. Hope very you good. Okay. I'm all right. Meet Dr Tech. Hiya. Hi, Sharon. Right, my question is, I have got a normal Nokia phone and I uh, can text in uh, to all seven numbers okay, but the numbers starting with eight or a six, it won't send them through for some reason. 
Right, okay. I think it sounds like you've not got it in your package, in the package you get from your your mobile phone supplier. Um, oh, right. The, I think there are some, uh, some numbers are blocked in certain packages and you have to pay extra to access them. Um, oh, right, that, yeah. That's... You know, that's what it sounds like to me. I don't, you know, without knowing the ins and outs, I don't know 100%, but it does sound to me like you might have to contact your, your mobile supplier and say, why can't I do this and what does it take? Yeah. Okay, does that right, help? thank you very much. You're very yes, welcome. That yes. okay, thank, thank you, you very bye. Much. Uh, Sharon in Podsey, that was her question. So if anyone's listening now and then, because we're not all computer savvy, we don't all rely on mobile phones and computers and going online and all the rest of it or it might be that our parents don't and we would like them to be able to do that how difficult is it to get started i think it depends on where you start and i certainly i do some of this kind of work myself and i think one of the things is that increasingly these days the devices are getting easier to use and i think in the past there was a real barrier particularly with some older people from using computers and laptops and things that you have to type on because a they'd never learned to type and B, you know, as you get older, your fingers are less dexterous. And uh, I think people struggle with that kind of stuff. But I think um, certainly when the first kind of tablets came along, those were, I think, a big boon to a lot of older people, uh, a lot easier to use. So it's what I would use, my iPad yeah. as a tablet. Because yeah. I think the word tablet tends to throw people because they mm. don't know mm. if it's a certain make or whatever, but there are lots of makes. Yes. Bottom line, it's the size of a book. Yeah, and it's yeah. really slim, and you can do stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so those are really good, I think, for people who are not um, computer savvy. Um, but I think going to the next level now, increasingly, we're seeing devices these days that you don't have to even touch to use. So, um, I'm going to say that word now: Alexa, those kind of things. Um, you know, there are different brands of those kind of devices now that you talk to, and you don't have to uh, you don't have to type or touch it in any way. Um, and it will interact with you. So I think, you know, and, and again, you know, you can talk to your phone, you can talk to tablets if they're set yeah. up right. Um, and I think that's, for me, that's the way forward to people who have never, never typed and feel difficult, um, have difficulties with typing things. Then why not talk to a device? It's a lot more natural. Yeah, I don't want one of those talking devices in my house because I think <laughs> they're listening to me. Am I just paranoid? No, I think, you, I think you're right. They are listening to you. And, and you know, these, these are the trade-offs we take these days. Um, you know, I think it has been proven. Certainly, the Alexa devices are listening to us when they shouldn't be. Um, and and you, know, you have to beg the question: How does it know when you say Alexa if it's not listening to you? Well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm, uh, I know those who've got those devices. I'll stop stop saying the word because there's these little programs going off all over. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll say that they really do help uh, and they're useful, and you can get them to do all sorts of stuff. Mm. But uh, I'm happy to turn a switch on. Maybe I'm yeah. just an old dinosaur. Mm. Well, I have no well, yeah. idea. And the thing is that the latest generation of these kind of devices actually have screens on them as well. So it basically becomes a little computer that you talk to and that, that you don't have any kind of keyboard interface with. It's just voice activated. Yeah, and that's the way forward. So if mm. anybody that thinks, maybe I should start incorporating this, or I know that my, my dad would really enjoy what what's the next step? Uh, well, there are also kind of uh, projects and support agencies out there that will help you take your first steps online. Uh, I, th I think you're, for most people, the first step should be uh, contacting their local library. Okay. Because most... Let's hope they've still got one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but most people do, even if it's run by volunteers and is not open all the time. Most people have 
a library of some form uh, in their neighbourhood and I would go there because even if they don't have someone at the library who can help you, they will know somebody who can. Right. Thanks for coming. Okay. Uh, lovely to see you and uh, for answering some of the tech questions. Uh, I'm not tempted with one of those voice control things, but I get your point. And thanks for answering our questions this afternoon. Dr. Tech, John Popham here to uh, help us through that. Always good to see you.